And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And today, we're all going to get famous. If we're not already. I mean, yeah. The Simpsons Did It podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're pretty damn famous already, I feel. Maybe, maybe. Uh, have you ever done anything that got you, like, 15 minutes of fame, either at, like, school or just, like, in the real world like yeah. not like yeah yeah oh yeah so back in the day i was a huge weird al fan okay and uh for our i think it was like it was the or eighth grade like graduation um or no 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 sorry it was pop i think it was like pop squire and they all we all had to yeah. do like a song with uh dance moves and blah 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 and sure. a lot of people did you know your traditional like boys to men or whatever. Well, I was like, those all songs are all dumb. And all the songs that I did like were like green day or blank. And obviously yeah. those, those tracks weren't really going to be allowed. So I did Amish paradise with from weird Al, <laughs> And I, nice. I had the trench coat. I did all yeah. did like my own choreography and everything. Teacher was kind of pissed because you couldn't find a non lyrical track of it. Uh. So they didn't want you to have to sing. They didn't, want you basically to cheat and sing along. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted they wanted a music undertone so you could sing with the music. Yeah. But that, but that didn't exist, so I did it yeah. anyway. But that's kind of the backstory. But uh, sure. when I but when I went to Israel, I told one of my uh, friends that I could do do the entire thing with choreography yeah. uh like verbatim and yeah. In Israel, uh, all of our, all like our, the camps, youth groups, all this stuff sent a bunch of people to Israel. And so it was a good, like 500 some people. Yeah. And they had kind of a welcoming week where we all got to do skits. Kind of like, I don't know if you, if anyone out there has been to camp, if you guys have yeah. done like skits and stuff, they, they wanted to do, perform skits. Well, me being like one of the popular kids in our, in our group, uh, I was like, yeah, I could do Amish Paradise for Weird Al verbatim know all the lyrics know all, still know yeah. all the car- choreography because it wasn't too far after like oh really and so i did that in front of like 500 people with our camp like uh 20 some people that went to our camp out yeah. there fucking everyone loved it i was the amish paradise guy for the entire <laughs> month when i was in israel people we'd run into other campers other youth groupers yeah. dude i had oh it was awesome that everyone knew that about me and that was kind of the it was like literally 15 minutes of fame i don't think anyone ever spoke of it anytime (laughs) after that fact but yeah it was kind of nice to be well known throughout uh israel not not the city of or the state of israel not the that the just the group of people that were the people that went so it was kind of interesting to like people waved at me on the street (laughs) i didn't necessarily know (laughs) uh i got to know a few of the the other other groups that were out there but It was kind of fun. It was, it yeah. was really fun. I don't really have a, a crazy story like that. I think the most the, the thing that made me most famous, and this also has to go back to to summer camp, and it bled into our our youth group stuff for our, uh, for our temple and all that when we did that. Was uh, I believe uh, I was in probably fifth or sixth grade. It was the summer of like fifth or sixth grade. And we were, it was after lunch and it, you know, after lunch we had our rest, our hour rest time before we like went back through the day yep. and 
So our counselors are trying to tell us something or like talk to us about some stuff. And as if any of our listeners can tell, I can be a little obnoxious. Um, and our counselor had a hard pronounce, a hard time pronouncing our last name. And I would not shut up until he pronounced it correctly. And at one point he, he just like, he just goes, he's like spanky, shut up. And I, I shut up cause I was like, wait, what? And like the nickname caught on as spanky because of our last name where he mispronounced it so horribly. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, every summer, I don't even think people knew my real name. <laughs> I, I, I don't think people, I think, I think eventually like people kind of knew it, but like, yeah, camp and it bled into Jew, uh, into our Jewish youth group because there were people there that went to camp with me. And so like, yeah, the spanky nickname stuck. I've told the story many times and it's stuck other, other places, like even college, it followed me a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, how, like my famous story where I had a really, uh, cool nickname. A lot of people, when I tell that story, they have either two thoughts of how I got that nickname. One, yeah, something to do know. with that or two, uh, some people get the, uh, little rascals, uh, oh. reference because if you've ever watched, uh, Tommy boy and the scene yep. where, yeah. uh, he's like, Hey Richard, who's your favorite little rascal? Is it alfalfa? Or is it spanky? Uh, so yeah, that's that's my uh, my famous quote unquote story. All right, well let's let's talk about uh, how someone else gets famous. Yeah, this is a uh, season five, episode twelve. Bart gets famous. I absolutely love this episode. He wasn't already uh, famous. Well, he I was th- famous he in, was. The, in, in the in, in Springfield. <laughs> he, well, so here's the thing. In or the Springfield. Globe. <laughs> Over the glo- well, here's the thing: like Springfield is such a small town, everybody knows everybody, anyways. Yeah. So it's kind of this is kind of an interesting. It's still a fun episode. Uh, this is February. This aired February third, nineteen ninety four. So, as you can see, as you can see, we're getting we're about what halfway through season five now. Yeah. Well, actually, I think there's only like twenty some twenty episodes in. Season no. So five? we're so we're past halfway. Yeah, right. I think we're looking at uh, 22 episodes. So, so yeah. yeah, we just hit the halfway point last week. Um, so our recap, Krusty the Clown hires Bart as an assistant and a, ska- and a sketch catapults him to celebrity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, that one that one thing you do on screen uh-huh. can just uh-huh. make, you, make you famous. Yeah. Uh, chalkboard gag this week. Now, this is an interesting... Uh, reference, um, my homework was not stolen by a one-armed man. Now, my first thought was that he was blaming Herman for stealing his (laughs) homework because he didn't turn it in. However, I did read that this also could be a reference to the movie The Fugitive, where Harrison Ford's character's wife was murdered by a one-armed man, and that did come out in August of 93. Yeah, and so, gags don't have to be written, you know, right away for an episode. Yeah, so so, so do you think uh, Bart is blaming Herman for not <laughs> terminating it in, or was he blaming the one-armed man from The Fugitive? Well, see, here's the here's the real question. Is Fugitive canon? <laughs> yeah, we don't. I, well, eventually. Uh, well, it is. Eventually it is. It is. 
So, so uh, maybe I would say maybe maybe future maybe this was like the first instance, and yeah. then down the road we get another instance where uh, the fugitive gets a really really cool yeah. reference. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a neat little chalkboard gag. Um, our couch. We do get a couch. You know, as always, we get a couch gag. Um, this week is the second of the clapboard couch gag trio where the Simpsons run into the room and they create a Simpson blob. Yep. I like how it was like one, three, and now two. They're like, "Ah, all right, fine. Two wasn't that great, but you know what? We did the other two anyway, and we're lazy. So throw number two in there. Yeah. So uh, there you go. You finally get the the three of three of the uh, clapboard couch gag scenes. Yeah. It was nice. I like it. It was good. All right, so let's kick off the episode this week where Homer's reading the newspaper. I mean, he seems to, you know, for how dumb Homer is, at least he reads the newspaper. Now, granted, granted, he's (laughs) reading the horoscope, so. But who knows what else? Maybe maybe a sports section. Oh, for sure, sports. And horoscopes. And And the... uh, and the free ads. And the free ads, yep. Like the ads for free stuff. That's what I'm going for. Yep. And so he's reading his horoscope and it says, <laughs> today will be like every other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, duh, so awesome if you're awesome. Yeah. Sad if you're sad. Homer, weird if you're weird. Homer is a weird man. Yep. Uh, so now we get, uh, now this, this I love because, so... I for those of you out there that have listened to uh, Warren slash Bard of Darkness's uh, podcast, um, The Simpsons is Greater Than, this is his opening track to uh, uh, his uh, podcast, which is awesome. So Bart slides yeah. down the railing, whistling the Simpsons theme song, and uh, Marge tells him to stop whistling that annoying tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, the funny thing is, I, I tried to find an article on this, so take this for what it is. Um, but the reason for this was the Simpsons theme had recently been named by readers of the TV Guide as the most annoying theme ever. Back in 94. Or Back 90, in 90, whatever, whatever, 93, 96. 94, which topped the list of worst theme songs. <laughs> which I can, you know, honestly, back then I could see it. Um, but nowadays it's just, it's iconic. Yeah. I knew Bart did this. Like I, yeah. I well, I knew it cause of Warren's thing, but I, yeah. even before Warren's thing, I knew that this was yeah, a thing. Yeah. Funny thing was, I thought it was like season 15, 16, like oh, way down the road. <laughs> you are they, 10 years off. Sir. I know. Ten, ten like years it's off. so weird. Like my memory of it was not this <laughs> early. My memory of it was. You know, kind of middle of the pack where they're just making fun yeah. of the Simpsons theme song. And I, I completely, I completely forgot about this. So, scene. so, so here's my question. Here's yeah. my question. Obviously, Bart's listen whistling it, right? Yeah. So, the the intro of the Simpsons starts always every single yeah. time in Bart's school. Yes. Right. So Bart's, you know, goes out of the out of the uh, school, and that's when the theme song is is playing, right? Yeah. Is this Bart's soundtrack to his life? And Maybe. that's why that's why because he's hearing like he's hearing it in his head, whistling it down the stairs. Like, is this or just, just or I'm I, I'm gonna go Andy McKell for shiny. It's a joke. That's not a well. Oh, you're just talking, saying he's whistling the Simpsons. <laughs> yes. Theme. 
But I'm, I'm getting in. I'm going deep, man. You are going way I'm too going deep for a deep. simple joke. It's I a wanna... simple joke. No, man. This is Bart's soundtrack to his life. Uh, I don't think it is. Oh, you don't? All no. right, fine. So uh, Lisa asked Bart why he's so happy. And yeah, Homer's <laughs> like, yeah, the kids got to go to school. Uh, Homer has to go to work. The only person who has it easy is Marge. And I like how she's just scrubbing the floor. Uh, poor house Marge. Yeah. Well, she doesn't really work. I mean, she is a housewife, but that is a, a job in and of itself. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like uh, they have their, their finances are okay. I don't know. It must I, be. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, because of all that gold in the floorboards. That's right. We, it keeps coming back to that, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it, it does. It keeps coming back to the money in the floorboards. And yeah. so Bart tells Lisa about his field trip that all the kids are going on. And Lisa yeah. sarcastically tells Bart that school is for losers. And then Lisa daydreams what life would be like, you know, if if uh, Bart goes on the field trip. But Lisa yeah. does not go on the field trip. And she lives in a mansion. And is this so? Is this the first future incarnation that we've had? Well, no, because this is just a daydream. Oh well, I guess aren't they all? Well, I guess no. Some of them. No, because don't forget, happens like the 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 first episode of like future. I believe was the uh, episode rabbit and the storytelling. Right when when uh, Lisa's president. No, that's in the future. That's a future episode. No, I, oh, you're talking about there's a past episode. No, no, no. The, the, the first episode of the current stuff we've done was the episode where Bart wasn't allowed to watch the the Krusty the Clown movie, or oh, the Itchy and Scratch, scratchy movie. because they, they go into the future That's where he's right. the Supreme Court Justice. That's right. Okay. So, okay, back to Lisa's daydream. Yes. Uh, she's in her mansion. Her initials are on the front. Uh, we Which I thought isn't that I feel like that's a little over the du- over the top even for Lisa. I don't know if you're rich, you want to have your monogram somewhere <laughs> on your house though. Exactly, and we pan over all of her awards that she's won. Uh, yeah. Lisa's writing her memoir saying how she's how she cured all diseases, ended all war, and reunited the cast of the Facts of Life, <laughs> especially Tootie, especially Tootie. <laughs> Yeah. And I like how, Bar- oh, okay, so I get this is Lisa's fantasy, so okay, yeah. then we'll take it with the greatest all, but Bart is shining up Lisa's awards and says, it sounds like you'll have another Pulitzer to polish. Yeah. And, but, I mean, in Lisa's fantasy, she's trying to, I I thought she was trying to say, oh, I'm not going to be anywhere near Bart in his shenanigans, but yet Bart's her assistant or her yeah. uh, bitch. Butler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a couple of the, well, there was an Oscar there. I believe there was a Grammy. I don't remember the awards. I remember the Oscar though. Yeah. So Lisa says, hush field trip boy and kicks him. And Bart gets impaled on Lisa's Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> How ironic. And so now he's dead anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. See, so she killed him in, in his day, in her daydream. <laughs> uh, I I do like, I do like how, like before the daydream, Bart like mocks Lisa about going on the field trip. He's like, oh, that's right. You're in a different class. Like Lisa would never go on a field trip. Yeah. Like Uh, I have, I have a question coming up, but uh, we'll, we'll continue on with the episode. Okay. So skit, uh, Edna is, we cut to school and Edna's telling the class, Hey, we're going to be going on this field trip this year. Okay. So here's my question. 
Wouldn't they already know where they're going because parents have to sign a release form allowing kids to go on a field trip? Yep, and it's and funny. The, so the it's, parents have to know. So not knowing context, like let's say someone just put this episode on the TV, right? Yes. You didn't know the name of the episode. You didn't know yeah. the context of the episode. You knew. Let's say you knew it because you've seen it a million times. Yeah. But like I, you're saying, if I'm f- watching it for the very first time. No, no, no. Like you've seen uh, it before, but you don't know uh, what the episode's about. Like you don't know the recap of it. Okay. I could have sworn for the life of me that this was the Chowda episode. When Bart forgets his field trip permission slip. Oh, that's right. You know, I did have. I, I had you know, that, that moment. Like with me without, too. No, I did without too. knowing this, when I had this moment, I'm like, oh, Bart's so happy. He's going on this field trip. And then he gets to school and he realizes he forgot his permission slip sitting on his bed. I, I, you know, even, you know, cause I, you know, I knew the title of the name. I, you know, read the recap, but I still had like that moment <laughs> because they've done this. They had this field trip episode in the future where he Yo. forgets and it's Chowda. Shouter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but like yeah, when sh- the one that kids know where they're going, like you just don't spring a fi- like like they knew they were going on a field trip, but you just don't spring on the class where they're going before signing the permission slip. Well, yeah, like, par- parents probably want to know where they're taking their kids. Which honestly, the field trip they're about to embark on, I wouldn't want to go, and I would just be like, "Oh yeah, my parents didn't want me to go. I'll just go. I'll just go sit in the principal's that's, office the rest of the day." That's why they didn't do permission slips <laughs> because they didn't want anyone to know where they were going. Well, it didn't even sound like Edna knew where they were going. Nope. Apparently, it was just up to Principal Skinner. Like, you, okay, when is the principal ever involved in the actual field trip? Usually, the teachers are like. I th- the, the teachers go to the principal and say, hey, can I get permission to take yeah. these kids on a, on a, like the principal yes. doesn't have any impact. Well, they do. I mean, they, they, you know, reject or accept oh, yeah, whether yeah, or not. Yeah. They have that, but they, they're not usually in charge of saying exactly where, where to, they're yeah. going. And like, as we see, like Skinner is going on this field trip. What principal goes, <laughs> goes on, on a field on a trip? trip? Like you have administrative duties at your school, well, regardless if it's elementary or not. Well, like, it is the box factory, man. Of course, Principal Skinner wants to see that. But like it, I can, but I can it sound like they've done this before. Like Edna. Well, yes, they do. They do. Well, they yeah, have done. So. Because uh, Skinner, you know, he pulls out a box, and everyone, including Edna, are bummed about going <laughs> to the box factory. And Edna says, Skinner, the box factory again? So, okay. So, let's, let, I want to put, I, I, we are getting really deep on the Simpsons <laughs> podcast today. So, yeah. we obviously know the kids don't age. Now, Correct. Now, when, when Edna says, no, no, not the box factory again, was this yeah. Edna's previous fourth grade class? Or yeah. previous fourth grade classes? Well, yeah, obviously. Like, okay. Like, yeah, the kids don't age, but they do age, but they don't age. Because, like, we get, like, we get past episodes of, like, Bart and Lisa as babies and toddlers. So, maybe, like, they don't age once they hit, like, where, like, as soon as Bart hits 10, because it's a nice round number, they stop aging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, It's... it's just... This is crazy. Like, this is, like, probably my least favorite part about this episode, and yet it's still hilarious. <laughs> so uh, so now Bart Bart uh, tries to daydream about not going to the box factory. Um, and I like, he's like, he's like, uh, 
even his imagination, uh, in his imagination, the classes still go into the box factory. And <laughs> Bart blames TV for his lousy imagination. And says TV also blamed his ability to, to think. But no, he he's can't like, think of that TV yeah. because of TV. Um, the reason Bart decided to imagine was Martin leans over and says, oh, this will be fascinating. And he's like, well, I should just do at least a dozen escape from uh, reality, escape into fa- escape into fantasy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, so, like, now to, I feel like now to be fair, I feel like T now I think TV really has our generation, maybe not current, maybe not the new millennials out there, but I feel like yeah. our current generation has really lost imagination or maybe they have too. Cause a lot of TV shows and a lot of stuff I watch, I know what's good. Like, yes, there's certain things I don't know, but yeah. a lot of times it's just certain things. I'm like, Oh, that's the guy. Oh, they're going to do this. Oh, yeah. this is how this episode is going to end. And there's like, this, did I lose my imagination or did I just literally watch so much TV <laughs> and so many movies that I could literally predict how TV shows and, and movies are going to play out? I think, I think it's the uh, latter where you've watched so much, but at the same time, I, I think, you know, growing up, I didn't, I mean, we watched a fair amount of TV, but like whenever I would visit my friends, like in the neighborhood, we were always, you know, playing with Legos, playing with play sets, playing, you know, just, we were, you know, we were playing like in the summertime, you know, a buddy of mine, you know, we had a sandbox out back and we, you know playing that and have all sorts of crazy imagination. There's a meme out there where like, it's, it's a picture of a stick and you're like, if you didn't use this as a gun or like a sword, you didn't have a childhood. Like I, I did that. I grew up, you know, imagining sticks were swords and guns and, you know, but here's the thing watching star Wars, you know, I would imagine like it was a blaster from star Wars. Like, so I don't think TV necessarily, degrades the imagination i think, I think as we uh, get older it might because my kid yeah, yeah my kid has the biggest imagination in the world granted he exactly because watch much. He's a, well, yeah he doesn't watch much in the way of tv but but like i still feel like tv can give you that sense of imagination because like i i grew up a little bit watching wrestling and i still kind of follow it here and there and i just like read like the recaps of the tv shows and i'm like and in my mind, I imagined like booking it differently, like imagining the shows going differently because it's like, well, this sounds lame, but what if they did this? So I don't necessarily know if TV has degraded imagination, but more formed it in a different way. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I think everybody's imagination is different. Um. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who have watched so much TV who they just don't have an imagination. Like you play with your kid. I'm sure your imagination runs wild when you play with 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 your kid no i usually can't think of shit he comes up with all the <laughs> shit i can't i can't do it well then maybe stop smoking so much weed yeah, oh exactly. <laughs> so so now so moving on bart pulls out a small portable tv to watch itchy and scratchy now it's funny i would say future prediction but not because i actually had one of these my grandpa had a yeah. tiny portable hand did he TV. have one of these oh yeah i well i had uh. it i took it from his house well, they let me have it, but yeah, 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 yeah. Portable handheld TVs. Like I've seen them. I've, I think I've used them, but I didn't remember our grandfather having one. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I had it though. He let me, have uh, it. So. so now, so now we, uh, we hop on the school bus with the school children and Martin and Skinner are sitting next to each other, singing a rendition of 100 beers on the wall in a box. 
in a box. Because yeah. they're going to the box factory. <laughs> it's like, what was it? 55 bottles of beer, a box <laughs> boxes on the wall, <laughs> yeah. 55 boxes of beer. I don't know. It was weird. And why are uh, they singing about beer? Because uh, that's the song. Well, you can't sing. Uh, you can't sing a hundred bottles of soda. Well, I guess that would actually work. You can. That's what I'm saying. I thought that's what usually. Okay, on our school bus rides, did we actually say beer? I did. Okay, I'm trying to remember back to when we were in like fifth grade singing that on a school bus. I'm like, did we actually say beer back then? Oh yeah, <laughs> I I said beer. That's funny. I remember singing beer. That's so funny. now, uh, so now we see the school bus driving past all sorts of different fun. Uh, places uh, we see Toy Town, which is where the North Haverbrook Elementary School is. Uh, we see the fireworks testing range, which I don't know if you want to bring uh, elementary age children to. I mean, it'd be fun, but well, if you're wearing uh, like protection, ear protection, yeah. and eye protection, uh, we see the Capital City Elementary School is there. Uh, we get the Slide Factory, where the Shelbyville <laughs> Elementary School is. I would love the Slide Factory. That would yeah. be dope. Just going up and down slides all day? Hell yeah. And then, now, we also see a school bus for the Spittle County Elementary School. And for those of you who don't remember, Spittle County is in the episode where Homer manages Lurleen. It is the birthplace of Lurleen Lumpkin and the home of the Loogie. Yep. And I do love the fact that all of these so-called factories are right next to each other. Yeah, they're not they're not spread out across Springfield. <laughs> they are literally side by side through the through. The, by the it's, way, it's like, what, so, car, it's like car dealerships. You know, all car dealerships are all yeah, lined up down a road. Yeah. All the good factories are lined up down. It must be in the warehouse district. So I have to ask you this question because this popped into my mind. Do you did you think they were going to drive past the puppy place? No, because that was in an episode as well of The Simpsons where they drive past like. Not a puppy factory, obviously, but like a pet store, maybe like a puppy pet store. Do you I remember mean, this? Sort of, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a hundred percent. Okay, because that crossed my mind because I know there is an episode where they're driving somewhere. It might have been a past episode, but like, yeah, they drive past like a puppy place. Yeah, because I, I remember think part a past episode. I'm gonna have to see if I can find that. Um, so yeah, so, uh, they, they get to the box factory and Skinner and Martin, you know, excitedly <laughs> get off, off the, the bus. bus. Yeah. Yeah. They're all excited. But the rest of the class is like, uh, why are we here? Yep. And, and so now we get the, uh, now we get into the box factory where the tour guide is telling the long and boring story of how <laughs> the box factory became to be. Yep. No, I mean, I would love to hear that. But then, yeah, I'm, you see uh, Skinner and Martin listening intently, and the rest of the class is bored out of their mind. Edna's in the back. Apparently, you're allowed to smoke in a box factory. I feel like that'd be really dangerous. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, cardboard. <laughs> yep. And um, at the box factory, we Billhouse, uh, you know, asks a question. He's like, do yeah. any of these boxes have candy in them? No. Will they ever? No. We only <laughs> make boxes to ship nails. Any other questions? Then Martin raises in. When will we be able to see a finished box, sir? Oh, we don't assemble them here. That's done in Flint, Michigan. Oh, my God. That's such a weird... It's so weird to drop Flint, Michigan of all places. It's just a crappy town. Well, I don't know if it's crappy. I mean, it's run poorly. Yeah, so that's why they need to assemble the box. 
boxes. Yeah. So they they build them in Springfield, ship them off to Flint, Michigan. To I should have I should have done a little research to see if Flint, Michigan had a box factory at some point. Yeah, because maybe but, they did. Well, okay. Here's the other funny thing: you go to UPS, you go to yeah. a Home Depot, you go to a lot of places, and all the boxes are all unassembled. Yeah. Like, boxes yeah. don't get assembled because that no. just takes up more space. Yes. So, yeah, that's hilarious. So that's funny. But yeah, okay. So so that Bart raises his hand. He's like, I have, have any of your workers ever had their hands cut off by the machinery? No. And then the hands started crawling around <laughs> and tried to strangle everybody? No, that's not, that's never happened. Any popped eyeballs? I'm not sure what kind of factory <laughs> you're thinking of. We just make boxes here. <laughs> uh, so, you know, so I have to point out this whole Bart talking about hands getting chopped off and then walking around and choking everybody because that is almost the plot to the movie Idle Hands. Uh, yeah. That came out in 99. <laughs> so did he predict this movie? Maybe someone was Because I try. Someone I was, was smoking tr- a lot of weed. Because I was, was like, trying to find, I was trying to find a movie or a TV show about a hand choking people, and I just the only movie I could find was Idle Hands. Like I don't know if there was like a Twilight episode about this. No, I don't think so. Because like Twilight Zone is usually like oh something like there's a twist. And I feel like this wouldn't be like a, an episode with a twist. Like this is more of a horror thing. So like, did somebody watch this episode and write Idle Hands? <laughs> Maybe. And like know. they got the idea from this. Like it's crazy that like he mentioned. And my first thought was when he mentioned the hand, I'm like, oh yeah, there's that horror comedy movie Idle Hands. Yeah, I do. Okay, so I did a little research. So there yeah. is a company called Flint. Box Makers Inc. in okay. Burton, Michigan. Okay. <laughs> Where's Burton in relation to Flint? Um, I don't know. That's that's gonna take a lot more research. So just go to Google Maps and do no, directions. Not enough time. We got We got to keep moving. <laughs> oh, okay. We got to keep moving along. All right. So then, uh, so the tour guide, you know, then shows them a room where he's like, "Oh, this is the most popular room in the building," and Millhouse is like but it's exactly like every other room. And the guide is like, yeah, but there's one difference. And then we pan over and there's an empty spot on a wall where you can see like some wires for like whatever machine was there. And he's like, oh, they took that out. Well, I guess it is just like every other room. <laughs> and so Millhouse like vending machine or something. Probably. So then Millhouse, you know, looks out the window and he points out that the channel six lot is right across the street from the box factory and all the kids are like, oh, something exciting. And the tour guide's like, well, that's not really box related. I'm just going to close these blinds. And all the kids are disappointed because they don't get to see the Channel 6. So, like, is the Channel 6 lot kind of like, you know, the Warner Brothers lot? I'm assuming so, yeah. Like any other studio. Because in the next episode, there is a Channel 6 building. Like, just a building for Channel 6. Well... Yeah, I mean, aren't there in a, in a well? I guess I don't know. I mean, you have a studio where like movies and TV shows and stuff like that are. Yeah, because each like because each like so like I did the Universal Studios tour in uh, California, and they you have different like buildings for sets and stuff. To exactly. Yeah. So like so, but like 
in uh in the next episode it's just a building that says channel six on it and it's like a like a, a sky rise building maybe that's just where the news is done but why would you need such a tall building well like you tv did. show well maybe that's just where broadcast is that's channel six's uh, broadcast uh, studio or office building and stuff like that and this maybe. actually is a lot where like tv shows and everything are filmed well, it is, as we'll see in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the class, you know, the tour guide's like, here is my office. You can follow this yellow line that'll take you around <laughs> my office. So, the cl- so like, the class just, like, follows the yellow line. I'm like, why does he need the yellow line? It's a tiny office. Well, they don't want him touching his desk. Because they've never, well, okay, you haven't been to a really good uh, museum. But in, in, like, Thomas Edison's home, or we went to a few things in like uh, Pennsylvania, like uh, the uh, not the Capitol, wherever the Liberty Bell is, whatever that building's called. But yeah, yeah they have like lines you follow around. Well, yeah, I mean, stuff when I, so you don't touch things. Well, yeah, I did that in DC. Yeah, so you know about the lines. But this is a box factory. <laughs> the guy doesn't want you touching his desk, okay? Because not, it's not like you could like like take a step off the yellow line to touch his desk. <laughs> um, and so uh, instead of going in the office with everybody else, Bart hides behind a door. And he's like, I got to get out of here, man. And he sees a laundry bin at a box factory. Um, and he's like, oh, there's my perfect escape. So he jumps into the laundry bin thinking, you know, somebody's just going to come by and, and push it away. Because that's nobody how you escape does. prison. Jump in well, that's how you. Bin. Well, yeah, like you like I've watched a lot of movies and TV shows and like that happens a lot in those kind of things. And I, I'm like, Bart, this ain't it. This ain't a movie, man. <laughs> just, somebody's just not going to randomly walk by. Why is there a random laundry cart, though, sitting outside this dude's office in a box factory? Well, you got aprons and you got, you know. Other... For a box factory? I don't know. You it's don't a box. <laughs> What's in the box? Um, and so, you know, Bart is like, okay. And he sees an exit. And so he just exits through. Yeah, the... he hops out of the laundry bin. Just so happens there's an exit there. He didn't yeah. even need to hop in the laundry bin. No. And so he uh, walks across the street to the Channel 6 lot. And, you know, there's uh, like one of those security arm things that like lift and Yep. Lift and lower for cars, and Bart just tries to lift it, and a security guard comes up, and he's like, "Hey, do you work here?" And Bart's like, "Yes." And he's like, "Oh, okay," and he lets Bart in. <laughs> wow, that's Channel Six. Channel Six has terrible security. Yeah, um, don't even check for so, credentials. No, and so then, uh, so we cut back to the box factory, and now the the whole class is like scouring the factory looking for Bart, and Skinner's like, "All right, Bart." I'm going to give you the count of three to come out. One, two, three. And then nothing happens in parts. And Skinner's like, well, I've done all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I've, I've just started doing the one, two, three with my kid. And yeah. I don't even have to get to one yet. Oh, wow. I tell him I'm going to count to three. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go do it. So I'm sure. What do you have? Now, hold on. What kind of chores? Or is this just because he's being too rambunctious? But no, I'm trying to get him to do things like brush his teeth, go to bed, uh, do, yeah. eat, go come to the table to eat dinner. Just simple things. Okay. Simple things. Eventually, he's going to grow out of that, I hope. I know. So, so one I, of these days, he's going to call your bluff. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> so so then Edna um, calls the Simpson house, uh, but Marge was in the shower. <laughs> You must, she, Edna must have needed to speak up because Marge was wearing a towel. No, 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 because... Um, 
uh, march to the thing. Like, I think I've done that before, too. Like, I was either in the bathroom or taking a shower where, like, the phone rings. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 hold on, hold on, don't hang up. And then they hang up before. Like, I think I've, like, you've done that. Like, you've called me and, like, I didn't notice. And then I would notice and, like, oh, God, don't hang up, don't hang up. And then you hang up because I didn't answer the phone in a timely manner. Yeah. But I was like, ah, no one at home. Well, come on. Well, I guess March could go out, run errands and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. but no one was home. So yeah. ho- so now they call it a power plant. And I like ever. I like how apparently the the phone just rings to Homer's desk. Well maybe <laughs> like, she has his extension. Okay. And Homer apparently was also taking a shower. Now here's the thing. At first it seems weird, but he works at a nuclear power plant. Yeah, so the only so, thing that I'm wondering is in the safe. Well, he's a safety inspector, so I, I yeah. would, I, it would almost stand to reason that near the safety inspector's area, the chemical showers, yes, would be, yeah. And so Homer runs out, picks up the phone, <laughs> and listens. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This has been because I'm pretty sure this has become uh, a meme at this point. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. I saw when this went, when she calls Homer and he came running out, I'm like, say the line Homer. Yeah. Say the line. <laughs> uh, Cause you know, this, this episode's all about catchphrases. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, so now uh, Bart walks into the studio and we see Bumblebee man doing a hit recording for his show. Yeah. I like how he doesn't like the lobster on his ass. Yeah. And well, it's not big enough. It's not big enough. Yeah. So they so they put a giant mouse trap on his ass and I do like the fact though like, you know, he's doing his Spanish accent and like, you know, I I I and all that. And then like he's like, "Cut. I don't like this." And he like speaks so elegantly. I know. And he's he's like, "Well, and the his producer or director's like, "Well, how about a giant mouse trap?" He's like, "I love it." And then he just goes back to, "Ay ay ay. Un trap grande or whatever." Yeah. Like it's hilarious. <laughs> No, so that's, good. that's awesome. Like, I I mean, I don't think I necessarily expect that, but no, uh, that's the point. But but that that I like how they kind of bosh the stereotype. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. that's pretty cool that they're like yeah. he's just acting. This is Yes. This is what the acting You mean is. he's not a giant bumblebee man? No, I'm saying like the way he talks isn't. <laughs> oh, that's indicative true. of Mexican <laughs> culture. Yes. Um, and so, uh, now we see, uh, Bart walking by eating a Danish. Uh, no, 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 you, no, 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 you skipped, you skipped oh, the sorry. box fact. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, so now we see, uh, Homer is, uh, holding up Skinner by his shirt, yeah. asking him how he lost <laughs> Bart. Really? Like, oh. Really? How did you lose Bart? It's Bart. Yep. And, uh, Homer notices Bart's lucky red cap <laughs> on a box. <laughs> Now, that's kind of sad. I feel like yeah. Bart would notice that his hat was missing. Well, yeah, how wait, did... Wait, wait, wait. Was he even wearing a hat when he went to the box factory? I think so, but at one point, it does disappear off the top of his head. Okay. I, I didn't even think about this. Well, did he I think, wear a hat well, he was the box factory? Well, so he was wearing the hat at the beginning of the episode. Okay, yes, because yeah, when he was sliding down the well, stairs... But I, he wasn't wearing it in class, I don't think. And I don't think he was wearing it on the bus. So, but, uh, like, he brought it with him and he dropped it, maybe? I, apparently. And uh, Homer's like, oh, he's a box now. <laughs> a box! Uh, Homer, that's not how death works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. 
So now we cut back to the uh, studio, and Bart is yeah. eating a Danish, and when yeah. he sees Krusty yelling at his assistant, who then fires him because there's no more Danishes left. I mean, Krusty's got to have his Danish. He's got to have his Danish. And so yeah. Kent is reading over his script. He's like, France. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to get you suspended if you do that on air. Uh, yeah, you probably shouldn't change your script. I'm sure no. the writers were uh, very good at uh, writing it. And I feel like yeah. most reporters should have pretty good enunciation or yes. Although there have been some news reports that they can't pronounce someone's name absolutely correctly or. So I will say usually when it comes to uh, name pronunciations, if you don't ask, uh, I do know one of, uh, one of the anchors I work with, he will skip over words if he doesn't know how to pronounce them. Like if it's some like weird, like, so the, um, uh, the public museum here in Green Bay has a uh, segment of their museum dedicated to women throughout history. Hold on. And they name the ex- uh, and they name the exhibit herstory. You know, like history, but they named it herstory. Uh-huh. But he didn't realize that's how it was pronounced, so he just skipped over it. Or like what there'd be say? like some museum, this museum. Well, he would. He just said this. Well, no. Well, no. He said this museum has an exhibit dedicated to to women throughout you know history, and then he just went on. So like, so like he just like he just kind of skips over it, but like makes it work. So like I can understand, you know, Kent being frustrated because he doesn't know how to pronounce Kuala Lumpur, but at the same time, he should be asking a producer how to pronounce it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean. Probably might be a good yeah. idea if you don't know, if, especially since you're reading the script before you go on air, anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You might, you might as well. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Bart goes and grabs Ken Stanish and Yoink. yells, Yoink. Yoink. "I do, I do that so much. I will like, like I'm not even taking anything from somebody. Like I'll just be picking something up and I'll go, yoink. Yep." And that Kent repeats the word yoink <laughs> and notices that his Danish has gone to dramatic music. And like they like zoom in on the dish. Yep. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Oh my God. That was good. And so yeah. now we get Bart uh, going up to Krusty. He's like, here's the Danish Krusty. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And starts <laughs> chewing it. Now that's Danish. Where'd he get it? I stole it from Ken Brockman. <laughs> Great. He didn't touch it, did he? <laughs> Grimy little pause. Uh, no. So then he resumes chewing on it. Good job, kid. What's your name? I'm Bart Simpson. I saved you from jail. Uh, uh, I reunited you with your strange father. Uh, uh, I don't know. I saved your career, man. Remember your comeback special? Yeah, well, what have you done for me lately? I just I got, got you that dish. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. Oh my god, I love this scene. It's, it's so it's good. like it's like crusty as Bart's Mr. Burns. Yes, yes he is. Uh well well Bart is Homer's Mr. Burns. like yeah, 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 yeah. People understood. Yeah. So that's that's just really yeah. funny. Like I yeah, I, god, I just so- he just just doesn't. Well, I I don't even, I, and I don't even think this is the first time Krusty oh, doesn't. Not. He they do it every time. So yeah. when when the next time Bart ran into Krusty, he says, "I saved you from jail," 
And he, yeah. didn't, re- he didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, it's, uh, and then the second time, I think it was the, the comeback special where he was like, yeah, yeah I saved you from jail and I re- I introduced you to your strange father. <laughs> like he just, he literally <laughs> keeps forgetting all uh, the things that he does for him. Oh, uh, it's fantastic. And so, uh, so now we get the, uh, um, mean Joe green, uh, uh, what am I, word I'm looking for? Reference. Reference. Thank you. <laughs> Where uh, Krusty throws Bart his towel and uh, Bart's like, wow, big clown hanky. <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's towel, you idiot. idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so now Bart is hired as his new assistant. Yeah. For those of you who didn't get the reference, there is a uh, commercial with uh, Mean Joe Green who played for the Steelers, I believe. I could be wrong. Uh, where he throws a kid his shirt and, uh, you know, he, 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 uh, the kid's like all thankful and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good callback to that. Yeah. And so now Kent refuses to read the news because he didn't have his Danish (laughs) and dares them to find someone else. And then bubble man runs in, knocks Kent off his chair and, uh, starts reading the news. And then he yells, "I Chihuahua!" And then it falls out of his chair. <laughs> yeah, but he I like, like how, pretty... I like how he starts reading the news all like in his real voice. <laughs> yeah, he even pronounces Kuala Lumpur correctly. Yep. Yeah. Oh God! I thought he is... crossed it off. I think I feel like Bubba Mead re- saw the crossed off and wor- saw the word France. It's like screw this guy. I'm reading the real words. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. So now we cut back to uh, the Simpsons house, and Homer comes home with the uh, box uh, and Bart's hat on it. And he's I like, like how it's still on the box. That's insane. It's not um, like it's glued there. Yeah, no, it is not. Um, so he's like, Marge, I have some horrible news. And then Bart's like, hi, Homer. And Homer's like, uh, nothing. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to be seen as an idiot. <laughs> yep. And so uh, Bart's like, oh, my hat on the box. And uh, but he like he calls the the box by like whatever the the technical name of the boxes, which yeah. I think he made up. And we're just like, oh, well, I see you learned something on your on your field trip. And uh, he's like, and she's like, well, maybe one day you'd like to be a professional box maker. And Bart's like, yeah, that'll always be the dream. Wink, <laughs> wink. But now I have a job in show business. Do you think that that would be like one of Bart's like future thing? He's talking to his wife and he's like, uh, yeah, I've always won. Uh, that's been my lifelong dream. Like, yeah. And you did it back in uh, 1994. Yeah. And so, uh, so Marge is like, well, how did you get it? Or Bart tells uh, the family that he got a job helping Krusty after school. But Marge is concerned because he is only 10 and Lisa points out that she helps the poor and needy, but she, and she's, I'm only eight mom. And now she claims it's a job, but I feel like she, that's more, she probably volunteers. Yes. Yeah. She probably doesn't get paid and it's not a job. So the other thing I'm going to point out too, is that Bart working for Krusty is illegal. Yeah. You can't, you can't have a underage. Now, if he was a child actor, which he becomes, then that's not illegal. As long as you Correct. have your parents permission. Correct. So, uh, and then I love how like Homer is like, well, the poor aren't deserving of our help because they don't pay us anything and they don't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fricking Homer. Oh man. So, you know, Bart's like, well, can I take the job? Um, and she's unsure, but Homer's like, why not? 
I remember my first job being in a band, oh and God. it's not really a band. Oh so we get God. a flashback of Homer being one of those street, uh, like, you know, the Mary Poppins guy with yeah. the, yep. all the musical instruments. I can't think of the name. Um, and so, like, he's playing his, he's got a guitar now, and he's, like, playing the guitar and drums, but he scares away, he scares away the crowd. The crowd is not happy. And uh, another street guy who has a monkey, like the Jack in the Box monkey thing. Yep. And uh, the guy with the monkey doesn't like that. And his name is Giuseppe because Homer's like, yeah, go away, Giuseppe. And the, Giuseppe's like, Peppy, attack. And the <laughs> monkey attacks Homer in the face. And he's like, oh, my face. Uh, the, by the way, the song that young Homer is singing here is as a one man band. That's what it is. It's called Tighten Up, uh, which was a number one hit in 68 for Archie Bell and the Drells. So, yep, never heard of it. Nope, um, never heard of it. So, um, Homer, you know, <laughs> yeah. so we come back to a reality with Homer. Oh, my God. And he's like, he's like, Bart, one day you can have an electric guitar. And Bart's like, Dad, I was asking to work with Krusty. Or he's like, I was asking for a job. And Homer's like, a gig is called, a job is called a gig when you're a musician. Yeah. I mean, it's not technically wrong, but that's not what they were talking about, Homer. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's called a gig song. <laughs> uh, so now we cut to the studio and Bart is amazed that he gets to be working for Krusty. And he's, yep. t- you know, talking up with a production guy and the guy's like, I wish I were dead. Yeah. And so I, I, this sounds like Robert all the time when we're talking on this oh, podcast um, or in real life. And, uh, what are you talking like, about my job? Yeah, yeah. I wish I was dead. Um, yeah, but then we see uh, we yeah. see Krusty <laughs> showing Bart around. He's like, "This is a dream factory, the birthplace of magic and enchantment." Now I need you to go clean out my toilet, right in here, boy. If it, ew, I don't know what I was thinking last night. This will take you a couple hours. Uh, I do like the fact that Krusty starts that out by telling Bart not to listen to the production guy. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the production guy. Now, what's really funny is I do, I do, I do crew on and off in the twin cities for films and some TV yeah. shows. Now it's not a consistent job. So maybe I don't, but every time I'm on set, I am enjoying it. It's just so much fun to be around everyone. But I guess since I don't do it every single day and consistently, I have, I'm going to sit. Now, here's the thing. Working in television, I feel, is probably a lot different than working on, like, TV sets and and movie sets. Now, I'm sure, you know, depending on who's running the set, you probably get the same feeling. I've worked in television for 14 years. I have never been this miserable. Um, (laughs) It really really goes to the core of who is running the room. It really comes down to management. Right now, that's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, Krusty has Bart clean out his bathroom. And so, you know, we cut back to the Simpsons house and Bart's trying to prove to his friends <laughs> that he works on the show and he puts in a VHS tape. And for those of you who don't know what a VHS, VHS tape is. I think they know. We've told people a million yes. times on the show. And he shows, you know, he shows the kids the credits. But the problem is with the tape is there's a split screen of... Uh, the credits and uh, promo for Kent Brockman for the six o'clock news. No, 11 Kent... o'clock news. He's like, no, 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 no. If you look at the graphic, it says 6 p.m. news. Yep. But he does say, so he's like, I'm 11. Kent Brockman. Yep. He's like, I'm Ken Brockman on the 11 o'clock news tonight. So a he misspoke. kind of soft drink has been found to be lethal. We won't tell you which one until after sports and the weather with funny, sunny storm. 
Yeah, so here's the thing. The graphic on the TV says 6. Kent says 11. So <laughs> that is either an animation error or they screwed up. Well, my guess is, is they were playing the... What's that called? Like the screen grab or the... What's that called? The graphic. The gra- they are probably playing the graphic from like the 4 o'clock news to the 6 o'clock news instead of the 6 o'clock news to the 11 o'clock news. Well, yeah. So, yeah, usually when you cut a... Uh, we call it a topical in the television business. Well, I guess some people call it a promo. Um, yeah, usually you say, you know, oh, coming up tonight on uh, this show. So the fact that they are using the 6 p.m. graphic is wrong. Yes. And I hate it. It must, um, have, been a, it must have been a mistake. It, it was it definitely had, a mistake. It must have had Robert working for uh, Channel 6. Oh, no, I would never do that's, that. That's my guess. I would never, I would never <laughs> screw that up. Um, so Bart, you know, he points out his name on the screen and the other kids are like, no, I think that's somebody else. No, I got it. So Bart's, you got Bart, it. Okay. Yeah, I got it for you. So Bart's name is so small in the credits for Krusty show that it looks like Brad Storch or <laughs> Betty Simmington. <laughs> uh, and then Nelson punches Bart for taking credit for other people's work. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, Homer, Homer is watching this all unfold, which I don't think I'd be happy if I saw another kid punch my kid in the gut. Probably. Not. Uh, um, and Homer's like, Bart, you don't have to, you don't have to, th- you don't have to worry about what other fourth graders think and have to say, he's like, you're doing what you want to do. And that's all that matters. And Bart's like, oh, thanks, Homer. And Homer's like, yeah, that advice got me to where I am today. And Bart's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Yep. And so now we cut to our first Monstro Mart um, introduction. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, and this will be a next episode, too. But then again, I don't think we see it ever again. No, I don't think so. Uh, so in and out, like most grocery stores sometimes. Yes. Uh, but it's the Monster Mart grand opening, um, and we meet uh, Krusty. We have a sign that says, meet Krusty. So he's doing yep. a signing for the grand opening of Monster Mart. Yeah, they're and, trying to get people to come and get a celebrity. Yep. And so Bart is signing autographs instead yes. of Krusty. Krusty's just sitting <laughs> on a stool. I like how little girl goes up. Back of the line, kid. You're, um, my, you're my hero, Krusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, line. Um, and so Bart's signing Krusty's name. Which... Correct. The funny thing is, when you see Bart sign Krusty's name, yeah. everything is correct on it, except the stars that go around it. Because we learned uh, in a future episode that the Krusty has his patented, because when he changes his name to Roy B. Bellows or something, yes. he does the same thing with the stars around his name, and that's how they know it was Krusty. Yeah. So either Krusty changes his signature in the future, or Bart actually doesn't know how Krusty signs his name. I'm going to go with Bart doesn't know how to sign Krusty's name. I'm going to go Bart doesn't know how to sign, period. Well, yeah. Well, Krusty doesn't know how to read. He always wrote his yeah. name. Uh, and uh, he did not sign it. He didn't use cursive writing. Krusty yeah. never did. He used no. box letters. Yes. Um. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's just good. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a celebrity at any con not sign for themselves. No, I've never seen that. Like, the only way, I feel like the only way where they wouldn't sign for themselves is they would have a stamp. Yes. Because like they're, they have like arthritis or something in their hands. Yep. And I, funny enough doing cons for like six, seven years already. I don't think I've ever seen anyone sign with a stamp. No, I don't think so either. 
But I know it happens. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, especially for older celebrities, I feel like it's gotta happen. Yeah. Um, but we cut back to school and, uh, Bart, <laughs> Bart apparently has a cell phone, like an yeah. old, like, was it flip a phone? It, it was, was a flip, flip phone. phone. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I'm trying to remember now when like the Motorola razor came out. I, I mean, I didn't get I a flip like phone it, until like 2003. Well, I got my first phone when I turned 16, so that would put it at 99. 99. And I don't... Wasn't think, it the Nokia brick? It was the Nokia brick, yeah. So I don't think flip phones even... Well, then, okay, what about those old... So I'm talking about like the 80s Wolf of Wall Yeah, the giant... They yeah. had a, like a flip like uh, component. Micro component to it, but Bart's phone was yeah. like, micro, my, like Motorola Razor size. Like it was small. Yeah. So either that's a future prediction or that kind of style of phone was out in 94. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just trying to think. I don't think that style of phone I don't was think out so. yet. No. Um, but yeah. So Bart's phone rings and Bart's all tired. <laughs> He's like, yes, Krusty. Bart, I need to get your fingerprints on a candlestick. Meet me in the conservatory. Chop, chop. Don't worry. Uh, Everything's going to be all right. Oh my god, that is the greatest clue reference ever. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. Who did he kill? Or who did who did Mayor Quimby kill? So Krusty's the Patsy or Well now Bart's the Patsy. Now Bart's the Patsy, yeah. <laughs> and then Bart bows his head and says he wishes he was dead. Yeah. He's gotten to it. He got to that point. Yeah. And so uh, now we cut back to uh, Krusty Lou Studio. I, wasn't it at Krusty Lou Studio? Now that I say that, I'm Well, like, maybe it's Krusty Lou Studios on the Channel 6 lot. Maybe. Okay. So Sideshow Mel is... Uh, so Bart's passing out all the sandwiches to the, the crew and cast and everything. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Mel starts eating his sandwich <laughs> that Bart has given him. And he immediately spits it out. And Sideshow Mel says, there's cheese in this sandwich. Surely you know I'm lactose intolerant. Sorry. Sorry? Do you know how sick this is going to make me? Then he starts to gag. He's like, oh boy. Come stand next to the bathroom door. I want to yell at you some more. <laughs> now here's now here's my thing. Did Now, I don't know if you would taste the cheese. Usually, if, you're, if you have dietary restrictions and some random person gives you a sandwich, but it I wasn't feel random. like you would... Bart's the assistant. He would have... Yeah. should know these things. But he doesn't, and I feel like this is on Mel. Now, also, did he swallow the sandwich, or did he just taste it and then spit it out? No, I'm... Sure, he swallowed it because he probably okay. He probably didn't realize actually what was yeah. But like, if it. you have, I feel like if you have dietary restrictions, I would be checking. Like, I usually like if I order something without like. Usually, if I get a burger or something from fast food, I always say no tomato because I hate tomatoes and they're gross. I will look at the sandwich to make sure there are no tomatoes on it. Yeah, I'm not as tr- I'm not as uh, paranoid as you. I'm a little bit more <laughs> trustworthy, and then I bring and then the you... pickles, and then I uh, flip out. Yeah, that's why you check your sandwich first. <laughs> and also, why? Do you not like pickles? Not on my burgers. What? Yeah. What's wrong with you? They taste weird. They taste all slimy and bleh. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So, uh... Outside the bathroom, you can see Bart sitting and you hear Mel Mel yelling at him while he's vomiting in the bathroom. Yeah. And then Bart's like, so biz sucks. 
And so he starts to leave. You can still hear Mel yell <laughs> the entire time as Bart walks towards the exit. Oh, God. And uh, so Krusty walks up to Bart. Bart, I need you for a sketch. You want me to be on the show? It's just one line. Mel's supposed to say it, but he's dead. Dead? Or sick? I don't know. I forget. Anyway, all you got to do is say, I'm waiting for the for a bus. Then I hit you with pies for five minutes. Got that? I'm waiting for a bus? Makes me laugh. Let's go. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Yep. And so the show starts and Krusty, you know, waves to Bart to come out on a set and Bart starts walking on and says his lie. But as he's saying his line, he walks into a cardboard cutout and basically destroys the entire set. Yeah. Like it all falls down to literally nothing. Yep. And uh, Bart turns to the crowd. I didn't do it. And the entire crowd starts going wild. Well, they didn't go wild, but they laughed. No, they're going wild. They laughed. Okay, fine. They laughed. <laughs> and uh, and so, obviously, that's the end of the sketch. And we see Krusty, you know, walking with Bar, telling him, um, you know, not to let it bother him. You know, some people well, just don't have it. <laughs> And Krusty, Krusty is like, remind me never to let you back on stage. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, finish as he's walking out the door, he's telling Bart, uh, Bart, you know, finish telling Bart, you know, as he's going outside and there's a group of people waiting for Bart and the people cheer when Bart ends up outside <laughs> and Krusty's like, I own the boy now and all of Bart's subsidiary rights. <laughs> oh, that made me chat. That made me laugh. Yeah. So, so Bart is now owned by Krusty Studios. Yep. Yep. And now this is the point where now it's not illegal anymore. Bart can actually uh, work, work for the studio as an actor. Yes. But he's in the union. Well, I don't know if they ever got him his union card. Because I'm, I'm assuming SAG would be a, be a thing. Probably. Um, and so now we get a title card of uh, Bart's first episode. Yeah, I didn't do it, boy, in the Ming Voss and ladder sketch. Oh, you're one of those people? <laughs> no, I act so funny as shit in the world. Or funny are you just going off the Castle Cast I'm video? I'm going off the Castle Cast uh. video. That's got Okay, for anyone who doesn't <laughs> listen, that's just uh if you guys want I recommend watching the Castle Cast video if you guys like Funko, Funko Pops and collecting. Yeah. But that's why I said it. I had yeah, it. They had it. They had it. They had an episode a few weeks ago where they were talking about vase and vase. <laughs> Sorry. And it's a vase. It's a vase. Uh, you, uh, you chuckle head. Oh my God. I had to do it. God. I had to do it. Sorry guys. That was, that was hilarious. I just had to do it. Yeah. The main vase on a, on a ladder <laughs> sketch. Ladder. Yes. Um, so I like how uh, uh, Bart walks in, knocks down the vase, and says, "You know, I didn't do it." People laugh, and now they now featuring the "I didn't do it" dancers. Well, you you like skipped over the whole sketch and how it was set up. Okay, fine. I'm sure people understood. Okay, so there's how would yeah, I, how would people because, understand? Okay, all right, all right. So so the t- I'm sorry if you guys didn't realize that the title of the episode "I Didn't Do It, Boy" in the Ming vase on a ladder sketch was Krusty putting a vase on Thank a you. ladder in well, front of the door. How are people going to know that if they don't watch the episode? Sorry, I feel like the title of the episode sets the whole thing up, but no, it. 
We'll explain it. So Krusty's like, okay, hold on. Krusty's like, I really hope no one knocks over this vase. And while he puts the vase on it, Bart walks in. I didn't do it. Everyone laughs. Now you know. Now you're all caught up. And then they introduce the I didn't do it answers. Um, oh, that was great. Which, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the sketch. Krusty, I feel like Krusty's uh, sketches are going a little bit downhill now. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, we so we cut to uh the quickie mart where snake is robbing a poo and uh he's like give me the money and snake uh and not to move he's like uh he hits do not yeah always like don't hit the does he say don't hit like the button or something oh no he's like don't move i'm totally holding a gun yeah it's like a poo hits the panic button underneath the counter he's like i didn't do it and then they start laughing. And so we get Mayor Quimby's wife uh, walking in on the mayor with another woman in bed. And uh, uh, Mrs. Quimby it resembles Jackie O with her uh, pink Chanel-ish dress and matching pillbox hat. Uh, that, was the, that was the that uh, was the that was what she was wearing the day JFK was assassinated. Yep. I feel like this is the second reference to it that. Is. It already is. Yes. <laughs> Um, cause whacking day, wasn't it? It was, was it whacking day? day. Yeah. And, uh, mayor Quimby's like, I didn't do it. And then everyone or, laughs or, uh, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. And then we cut to a burning apartment building with a guy trapped in the building and the firefight. And then one of the firefighters like, this is the third time this has happened because someone keeps smoking in bed and then it just pans over to Patty and Selma who are like covered in, in smoke. And they're like in unison go, I didn't do it. And everybody laughs. Even the guy trapped in the burning building, oh that God. guy is now dead. They just yeah. killed a man. Um, well, we don't and... know that he was laughing. He thought it was funny. Yeah. But how does that make him not dead? The firefighters <laughs> well, didn't rescue him in time they're laughing as... after 10 minutes of laughing they finally put out the fire and saved yeah. the guy and so now we cut back to uh the simpsons house where everybody's reading bart's biography <laughs> which lisa complains that it was rushed and it's not even about him yes <laughs> and so uh uh this this scene may be a reference to uh vanilla ice's uh largely inaccurate also rushed release biography. I don't know when that came out, but I'm assuming pre-94. Yeah, probably. Well, you got you to gotta get that book out before everyone else, because Bart's life only, you know, was 10 years. Yeah. You got to go and, over that entire biography with everyone and how he got to be the I didn't do it boy. And so Bart's like, of course it's all about me. Look at the cover. And Lisa's like, well, it's actually mainly about Ross Perot. <laughs> and the last two chapters are about, are about the Oliver North trial. And for those of you who don't know that reference, uh, Oliver North was a major figurehead in the Iran-Contra scandal, which is about illegal uh, gun smuggling or oh. selling guns to Iran. It was a huge. It was a huge scandal uh, when Bush was president. Gotcha. I must. The first have, uh, Bush. I must. I must have missed that. Yeah. And so uh, then we cut to uh, Bart in a recording studio saying, I didn't do it to MC Hammer's Can't Touch This. And MC Hammer is in the studio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't do it. Um, so in the, ba, 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 ba. So, yep, so I didn't in, do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> and so in this studio, there are gold albums by Bleeding Gums Murphy and yep. the Larry Davis Experience hanging in yep. the recording studio where Bart records his rap singles. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yep. Pretty cool. And so now we get the I Didn't Do It Volume 3. What happened to Volumes 1 and 2? 
What do you have enough for three volumes? Didn't All he go, says is didn't it go from like jock jams to jock jams like twenty before we I even knew it? I don't know. <laughs> well, there's uh now that's what I call music. I as know. Well, they have like forty of those. Yep. Um. So uh. So now we get uh. We're set upside the quickie mart. Uh. Where there's a tent set up. Um, and I sign that says, see the, I didn't do it boy for $5. <laughs> That's really cheap for somebody who's very big. Yeah. I mean, well, he's new though. Like you don't yeah. go to, you don't go to comic cons and try to get the new guy's autograph for like 80 bucks. It's That's, usually like yeah. 20, 20, you know, $20 or whatever. Yeah. So then we see Abe Simpson standing in line and he's <laughs> upset that he has to pay to see his own grandson. He's like, I blame the Democrats or, uh, for this. Um, no, this has nothing to do with politics, Grandpa. Uh, but could he see nothing. Bart at the house? Like, he could go to the... Well, maybe Cru- letting him in. Well, maybe Krusty doesn't let Bart go home? <laughs> yeah, he has to he live has at the to studio. studio. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he does own Bart, according to him. Yeah. <laughs> and I do like... I do... I, I don't know... Like, there's just been so many triggers in this episode for, like, other episodes. Isn't there an episode where, like, they get to see Bart, but it's not actually Bart in the space? It's like an old, um, like, a person dressed up as Bart? Maybe. Was that the episode where Bart becomes a skateboarder or gets emancipated? I think so. I don't remember. I know. There's, there's... too many. There's too many Simpsons episodes. Yep. And I got an entire uh, book to prove it. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, uh, so then we learned that Bart now has his own chat line and a girl that's open 24 hours a day. And we see a girl call it. And behind her is the Corey. Poster. I know. I noticed that. I was like, Ooh, the she, Corey. Dumped, she dumped Corey for Bart, man. And so I love how she calls the chat line to talk to Bart and it just happens to be Barney. She's like, say the line. And he's like, I didn't do nothing. And she's like, isn't the line say, isn't the line, I didn't do it? Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at God. Least, at least Corey does his own uh, his own work. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, it. God, it's amazing how many jobs Barney Barney gets. Yeah. But it's funny, he was just in the unemployment line not too many episodes yeah. ago. So, yeah. things, things are... Uh, Looking, are, are turning out Millhouse for him. Everything's coming up, Barney. Up Mil- yeah. So now, now we get the most one of the most. I think one of the most memeable scenes in all of Simpsons, because it is used so much. Where Bart's in class. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's just staring at him, and Bart's like, "I didn't think I'd be the one to say this, but should we be learning <laughs> something?" And Millhouse is like, "He's like, shut up, Bart. He's like, say the line, Bart." Say the line. And so Bart's like, I didn't do it. Yay. Yeah, this is like one of the most iconic memes of all time, I think. Out of the Simpsons. Out of the Simpsons. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely amazing. Every time I was scrolling through my uh my Facebook and I, I swear to God, every week I think I see a new meme with, with this. The only other th- the only other thing I have seen that has been more memeable is the are the ch- the children must be wrong meme with Skinner where he goes pathetic? Oh, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that one everywhere too. Yep. Um, and so now we cut back to the Simpsons household, and Homer is pro- is trying to like you know get more money out of the whole Bart thing by trying to get Lisa to say something funny. Yep, and she, yeah, Homer's like, "Come on, Lisa, say something funny." Like what? 
Oh, something stupid like Bart would say. Bucka bucka or woozle wazzle. Something like that. Forget it, Dad. If I ever become famous, I want it to be for something worthwhile. Not because some obnoxious fad. And then Bart walks in. Obnoxious fad? Ah, uh, don't worry, son. You know, they said the same thing about Urkel and that little <laughs> snot. Boy, I'd like to smack that kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Wasn't that only like the... Because didn't Family Matters come out in, like, 92? Yeah. I mean, it's that show really didn't last that long. I think it was only, what, six seasons, seven seasons? And yeah. wasn't there a spinoff of it, too? I think so. But if for those of you that don't know, the reason why they use Urkel for the obnoxious fad is because Urkel's catchphrase was, Did I do I, that? Yeah. So very, very similar to Bart's I didn't I, do it. I, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie here. I yeah, I that just dawned on me. The I didn't do it and did I do that are very similar. Yes. And that didn't cross my mind until you said something. Yep. So yeah. So uh yeah, there was all that. And so, you know, Bart decides he wants to read books. Elmer's yeah. like, Boy, why are you reading books? He's like, I wanna make sure I have something intelligent to say on the Conan O'Brien show. Yeah. Co- By the way, so the funny thing is they wrote this before he actually got his show. He, they wrote this because he had just done an audition. Oh, really? Yeah, this is when he uh, he auditioned, but I don't think he actually got the show yet. You might know when he got the show because you're a big Conan O'Brien fan. Yeah, you're, I, don't you're, the, I don't know the you're one of his. You're one of his tens of fans. Yes, thank, thank you, Andy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so uh, Homer yeah. reminds... Oh, what were oh, you going to say? Oh, go ahead. Okay, so Homer reminds Bart to say the line, and Bart's like, Dad, there's more to me than just a catchphrase. He's like, he's like, he's like, and Homer's like, what? He's like, Dad, just watch the show. And Homer tells Bart <laughs> is, uh, he is, he's oh, all laughed out. At, he's like, oh. he's like, he's like, Oh, just remember, boy, I'm all laughed out after Leno. Oh, my God. That is great. You know, the funny thing, the funny thing about this episode is guess who's a voice actor on it? A guest voice actor. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Dude, I almost wish we would have got Andy just for 10 minutes. Just (laughs) Just just for for 10 minutes, just for this part. We can Why? So he can so he could skewer you for being in a, a Conan O'Brien we fan. Could've, we could have had we could have had Andy on for an hour just doing this five second scene. <laughs> yeah. And so you know Bert, you know try you know goes out of the show and tries to show Conan how yep. smart he he's is. Like he's like you know Conan, I have a lot to say. I'm not just a one line wonder. Did you know that a section of a rainforest the size of Kansas has burned every single? Just do the line. <laughs> I didn't do it. Woo! Everybody laughs. Uh and so Conan's like, "We'll be right back." And then he Did he ever do like dancing on his show? Oh yeah, that's Okay. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's his thing, man. During his I didn't really gig, watch. He always does the dance. I never really watched Oh the my god. Conan and dancing was like the always the thing. I I was a Craig Ferguson guy. That was after Conan. Yeah, I didn't really watch late night television. <laughs> I was gonna say you would have had to get through Conan on a different network, mind you. But you yeah. have to, but but you'd have to get through Conan O'Brien just for Craig Ferguson's time slot. I I I I only watch Craig Ferguson, um, because Craig Ferguson is better than any of the late night hosts, um, and I stand by that. So uh, Conan starts to do his little dance, and Bart starts dancing too. But Conan's like, he's like, you only sit still. I can dance. Uh, dance. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, that's great. So uh, so now we get Bart, you know, in his bed, and he's like, "Well, what's gonna happen to me if I just do the line?" And he daydreams about the uh, match game twenty thirty four. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with match game, it was out in the seventies first, I believe. Yep, that was the original run, and now they do celebrity. Like right now, like on ABC, yeah. they do Isn't that, celebrity match is, game. Is is match game uh guess uh hosted by Alec Baldwin? If I'm Simon not mistaken, yeah, I think he does that and doesn't he also like the brand new like celebrity twenty thousand dollar pyramid or something? No, that's Elizabeth Banks. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Yep. And so in his daydream, the can the uh the uh the guest stars are Billy Crystal, who I'm assuming would be dead by then. <laughs> Maybe. Farrah Fawcett, who did pass away in two thousand nine. Oh, so she uh, won't be on the twenty thirty four edition of Match Game? Not unless they get a head in a jar, which <laughs> uh hold on, I'm getting that. The I didn't do it boy. He doesn't even have a name. name. He's just the I didn't do it boy. Ventriloquist Lonnie Anderson, Spike Lee. And the head of Kitty Carlisle, to which Bart knocks. So he like looks at her. She hisses at him. He knocks over Carlisle's head and then screams, which then he screams because he wakes up. But so this is, what is this, the second? Or is this the first instance of Matt Groening doing? Uh, I think this is already the second head in the jar. Because did they head. have like presidents or something with heads in a jar in an earlier well, that's, episode? Well, that's Futurama. No, no, no. In an earlier episode, we talked about it, that they did it in, in Futurama. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. Wasn't it like the like Hall of Presidents or something? And I can't remember the episode. I feel like the Simpsons yeah. have already done the head in the jar bit. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so they do the head in the jar bit again. And Bart screams and wakes up. Yep. Yeah. So now we uh, cut back to Marge telling Bart it's time to get ready for the show. And uh, I like how Bart just barricades himself in the room. Like, well, he doesn't like, want to do it anymore. Yeah. He's like, I'm just a line. Can't do it. And so now we see Krusty back at the studio worrying about <laughs> Bart and tells the crew to walk on his back, you know, to relieve tension. Like, that's what we yeah. have a lot of people do, walk on the back yeah. to relieve tension. The entire crew just... just he's like, I need over. somebody to walk on my back to relieve all this tension. And the entire crew just turns around and tramples him. And he's like, one at a time! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, sure Krusty is dead at this point, by the no, way. No, remember, he, uh, he gets... Uh, well, no, that sideshow Bob, they got trampled by elephants. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, maybe if they walk nicely. <laughs> I don't um, think so. so. It's crusty. So now we cut back to uh, Marge and Bard, and Marge is like, honey, I know you feel a little silly saying the same four words over and over, but you shouldn't. You're making people happy, and that's a very hard thing to do. Yes, and it is. Bart opens the door and comes out. You're right, Mom. I shouldn't let this bother me. I'm in television now. It's my job to be repetitive. <laughs> My job, my job, repetitiveness is my, repetitiveness is my job. I'm going to go out there tonight and give the best performance of my life. And Marge says, the best performance of your life. And then Bart says, the best performance of my life. <laughs> God, I love that so much. It's such a great gag. Oh, God. Are, they, are they trying to say that the Simpsons are starting to become very repetitive? After five, I, I mean, look at, look at all the television, like how many, how many original ideas are out there for like show? Like they rebooted or they didn't reboot, but they remade How I Met Your Mother. They're coming out like they did redid the Animaniacs. They've redone. Dude, they're doing a movie based on Wiley e. Coyote suing the Acme Corporation. 
I mean, yes. I mean, as far as solely original, original ideas, there's not much. I mean, everything is either IP, yeah. reboots, or rehashing old shit, making it, you know, new sequels. Or sequels. Or yeah. sequels. But, like, okay, so... I mean, that's not to say some of that stuff is really good, because it is, but yeah. at the same time, it's but like... But it's like, all right, where, where's the new shit? And I get, you know, like, even on TV, you get more and more cop dramas, and then they're like, well, yeah. let's do a cop drama, but with firefighters. And yeah. it's literally the same shit, just different. But but then but then you get people like Jordan Peele with their new take on, oh like, horror, horror films. So it's yes. like, it's like... Or even uh, John Krasinski with The Quiet Place. Just new... Okay, The Quiet Place is not, in my opinion, that original. I mean... I mean, it's an original story, but it rips off concepts of other genres and other movies. But, I mean, it was was done in a way where I think it's definitely not a rehash. Like, I don't... Like, Get Out Out by Jordan Peele, amazing. I I haven't had a chance to watch Us yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm ready for Nope. Nope is going to be... Nope looks pretty... But, like, as much as I shit on M. Night Shyamalan... That's basically... I mean, Jordan Peele is kind of doing an M. Night... Early M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, but, like, you know, The Sixth Sense was fantastic... Some of some of M Night Shyamalan's movies are okay to good. A lot of them, I think, are just just awful because the writing. But at is least just terrible. they're original ideas. Good For or the bad. Most part. Good or bad. They're original. Yeah, I yeah, but they're not good. But good or bad, at least he's doing something. <laughs> just because just because you think you should do it doesn't mean you should do it. All right, you do it better. Okay, anyway, so now we uh, cut back to Krusty Lou Studios, and Krusty is, uh, you know, he's like, oh, he kind of, like, walks one way, and then he turns around, and then all of a sudden Bart's there. He's like, oh, yeah. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and so Krusty introduces Bart, and Bart comes out and says the line, and no one laughs. There's no skit associated with it anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be mean, a you can, Like, could you imagine if, like, I'm trying, who, who's got a really... Who's got a really good catchphrase? Nowadays? Or just any time. I mean, I mean, as we learn in about five minutes, I mean, the Simpsons all have catchphrases. But like, I, I'm just, I, I'm just saying like in a movie or a movie or TV show, who has a good catchphrase? All righty then. Okay. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey doing all righty then as Ace Ventura. Could you imagine <laughs> if. No, I get. I bet you people used to walk up to him, maybe still do, and, and we go, "Hey, could you do the Ace Ventura thing?" It's not as funny. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you can't just go up to a guy and just be like, "Oh, say the line, say the line." Oh, he said the line. No, it's not. It's like, don't get me wrong. Like when you had uh, John DiMaggio sign my gold bender, he signed it, "Kiss my golden metal ass." That is fantastic because it's a signature. But if I went up to DiMaggio and be like, say a line, say a line is Bender. No, it's not as funny because it's not in context. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I went up to John DiMaggio and be like, go, let's go already. He's going to go. Who are you? Like, it's not as funny. Yeah. And so when no one laughs, Bart's like, wizzle wazzle. Wazzle? (laughs) And the crowd's like now confused. They're like, what? What this passes as entertainment these days? Yeah, 
I know. And then so, so the crowd starts leaving and Bart walks up to Krusty. He's like, what happened? Ah, uh, don't worry about that. You're just finished. That's all. <laughs> finished? It happens all the time. That's show business for you. One day you're the most important guy who ever lived. The next day you're some schmo working <laughs> in a box factory. I and, heard that. Yeah, I've got across the street to the guy. <laughs> I wonder if he used to be on the Krusty the Clown show. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, maybe that guy was on the Krusty the Clown show. Yeah. Uh, and so now Bart walks all sad. And I like how he walks by a taxi. This is says, great. That says $1.15 for the first first ninth of a mile. $50 for each additional ninth mile. <laughs> Yeah, cabs are expensive. I've only ever taken a cab, I think, once or twice. I've taken one twice. Once was a uh, cab in New York. Okay, uh, I've taken. I've been, I've been in a New York City taxi cab. The and that was pretty expensive. Yeah. The other taxi I was in was from LAX to my hotel. Okay. Now the funny thing was, is the guy was like. So friendly. He didn't do tax. He only did taxi on the side. He actually just had a driving service. Oh, and okay. so he gave me his business card. and was like, yeah, dude, just call me anytime and I'll come pick you up and, and drive you. So he oh, actually wow. charged me less than like dumbass taxi fares. Oh yeah. Cause he only yeah. did taxiing part-time. He just had his driving service mostly yeah. full time. Um, but yeah, so th- I've only been in a taxi twice. I've only been in a taxi. I think once for sure that I remember because uh, I believe it was after the second cruise I took, we took a taxi cab back to our car or maybe it was the first cruise. Cause we were parked at the hotel. Cause they had an, uh, they let us park there cause we stayed there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but mostly, yeah, I've taken, I've taken two Ubers and a Lyft. <laughs> like yeah. I don't really do like car, car, like car sharing ride things and taxis. I, I tend to like, I've run, like I've, rented cars before with other people like i've never even rented a car um like when i was in seattle a buddy of mine split the the cost to rent a car so we could drive around seattle but like i don't know i don't really travel a lot either yeah Ooh. and when i do well and when i do travel i usually take my own car like yeah so funny story me and my friends when we went to uh arizona for our fraternity uh convention yeah we, we actually took a limo to our hotel instead of a taxi. So we walk out of the airport and there's a taxi there. And we are like, well, how much to take us to such and such place? It was like, I don't know, 60 some dollars, like fucking expensive. And across the street from that was a limo. And we were like, well, how much, how much for the limo? 40 bucks sold split between how many guys? uh, There were three of us. Oh, so I mean, still, I mean, yeah. like 15 bucks a person. Yeah. So it was really awesome to, to, to take a fucking limo to, to our hotel. So <laughs> that was amazing. pretty cool. So uh, now uh, we cut back to the Simpson house and Marge gives Bart all the stuff that she saved over the last, what, week that he was yeah. with us. Yeah. Um, all the t-shirts, all the bobbleheads, I'm sure were there. Yeah. Just everything that was in the box. So he could be reminded of when the, he was the whole world's special little guy. Oh, Marge is a sweetie. Yep. And uh, so Lisa tells Bart he can go back, <laughs> back to being him instead of a one-dimensional character with a catchphrase. <laughs> uh, and uh, with a silly catchphrase, mind you. And yeah. Homer accidentally knocks over a lamp and says, Doe. Bart says, I caramba. Marge does her, mm. 
Maggie makes her sucking noise on her pacifier. Ned Flanders walks by, says hi to Lee Ho. Barney walks in and belches. Nelson uh, comes Is by, it, says... Well, he's in the house. Yeah, he's in the house already. He <laughs> says, ha ha. Uh, Mr. Burns, excellent. And they all gather around Lisa and look at her expectantly. And then she looks disgusted. She's like, if anyone wants me, I'll be in my room. And she walks off and Homer's like, what kind of catchphrase is that? <laughs> uh, so the whole Lisa, point... Lisa really is the only person without that, a catchphrase. Without a catchphrase, which I like. I like the fact yeah. that at least one person in the Simpson household doesn't have a catchphrase. Yeah. So obviously, if you couldn't tell, the whole point of this episode was the writers making fun of catchphrases. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. The whole thing. I I love this episode. It is so good. Um, nothing. I mean, the only thing that really took me out of the episode was towards the beginning with the field trip thing. That was kind of weird. Like, I, I know they were trying to set up the box factory to get like they were probably like, oh, how do we set up this field trip thing? Like, I get I get why they did it. it it's a little well, it's weird. Not, it was the, how do we get Bart to, to the studio? Yeah. And so, but outside of that, it's fantastic. It's got quotable lines. You're going to have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. It's got all the catchphrases. Uh, It's just, it's so, it's so good. Like the production guy saying, I wish I were dead in terms of like working at a studio. I I feel that with all my being right now. Um, It's a five. Everything's coming out Millhouse. This is just, it's so good. It's just so good. Yeah, I don't know if I'm with you on the five. It, uh, I'm, I've definitely liked it. I'm going to go four uh, mm, sprinkles just because, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like a one-dimensional episode. Okay, let's make fun of catchphrases. I feel like the, the, the funny lines are there. The jokes are really there. The Conan O'Brien bit was hilarious to me. I, know <laughs> I thought Robert it was had, hilarious. Okay. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Bart being at the studio and being an assistant was like, yeah, okay. And then, I mean... Oh, come on! Ken Brockman won't read the news without his Danish! Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It was definitely funny. It was definitely a fantastic episode. I do see myself quoting this episode a lot. And come on, it it has the most memeable scene I feel in all of Simpsons. Yeah, I don't know. Bart getting famous, just, I don't know. It just, it, it just didn't get to that level of five to me. Like, it just wasn't that, I just No, we, we, we have watch. a difference. We have a different it's not level. A, it's not an episode where I'm going to sit down and watch it. Do I think it's hilarious? Yes. What? Oh, I'm definitely sitting down a, and watching this episode. It's not a sit down and watch it episode uh, for me. I just, I just, uh, I just can't do it. I, I just can't. Uh, um. But yeah, four sprinkles for me. So uh, let's uh, close out the episode with our yes. character profile. And this week we have Bumblebee Man. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, caramba. Um, so Bumblebee Man's occupation is an international comedic sensation. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm sure he's, uh, I'm sure he's uh, loved in Mexico. Yeah. Because his country of origin yes. is Mexico. Okay. Um, his talent, getting hit, <laughs> struck. Pinched, caught, and shocked by various objects and making it look funny. Okay, I'm glad there's that last line there because I was like, 
I mean, I, I, like the tail end, like I could get hit, hit smacked, pinched, <laughs> caught, and shocked by by various objects. Jackass has already been done, Robert. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're a has. little late to that. I'm about twenty years late. Twenty <laughs> five? Yeah. So no, is it thirty year anniversary for Jackass Forever? Dude, it or thirty five? It's been on for a while. Yep. Uh, his first network that he was on was Channel Ocho. Uh, what's the what's the line from Dodgeball? <laughs> ESPN 8, the Ocho. Ocho yep. <laughs> um, his pets, a little chihuahua with the head of a size of a burnt out comet. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yep. about the comet episode. Yeah, yeah. Ay, 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 no me gusta. <laughs> uh, so good. So good. All right, guys, this has been fun. So uh, let's uh, finish it off with where you can find us. Uh, people must be listening very well because they're heading to over to our Facebook page, the Simpsons Thank did a podcast. Thank you. And we are now as of uh, February 17th, when we're recording this, we are at 1049 followers on Facebook. Woot woot. So thank you guys very much. I'd say, let's say by the end of 2022, let's try to get to 1500 followers on Facebook. I think that's our goal. Yes. That's our goal. Yes. Let's get to 1500. Um, so on Instagram, the Simpsons did it pod. Uh, we're only at about 900 on there. So doing really good on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, that's one of our worst. We're maybe at 20. <laughs> we don't really use Twitter. We don't use, really use Twitter <laughs> except for uh, showing off our new episodes weekly. Um, that's Simpsons did it PC. Um, you can donate to our podcast. Check us out on buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. And all your donations will go towards our merch and upgrading our uh, um, internet. Uh, not our internet. But our uh, recording, <laughs> our recording uh, equipment, and uh, making it sound better. And lastly, you can uh, give us a phone call and let us know what you think about all of our uh, stuff. And that phone number is six one two five eight four zero nine eight six. Give us a call. Listen to our wonderful uh, voicemail message done by Jaden LeBron. And, uh, yeah, leave us a message. Let us know everything that you uh, think about our podcast, uh, stuff you might want to talk about on our upcoming podcast. Um, and yeah, any, anything you want, anything you want, just give us a call, leave us a voicemail. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.